Hello and welcome above the plane. This is Jake Lawrence, your host. Today's episode is going to touch on the topic of repetition and how this repetition defines our lives and how we can learn a lot about adaptation and process by understanding and really documenting the things that we repeat um, on a continual basis. And so to do this, I'm going to touch on Uh, process of training first but in doing so I'm also going to address other factors of life and lifestyle that are repetitious and uh, form us as human beings over time okay so point in reference it's beginning a training program where you know you're not just working out every day you're not just running or doing something to um, you know stimulate the body or address your fitness but you're doing something that is process-based so it's commitment it's um it's repetitious in nature and the only way it works is by that simple factor of repetition okay Uh, running specifically building towards a race it could be any distance Uh, shorter races maybe you're improving speed you know longer races, um, endurance and strength might be a bigger factor, whatever it is that you're working on or you need to, uh, to develop or you've, you and, or you and your coach have decided is the priority. Um, that is what is going to be repeatedly stimulated, uh, throughout your training program. So adaptations begin to occur after about four weeks of consistency right and not everything is gonna will be able to remain consistent so what i mean is the run you do on monday through saturday or whatever your training split is um they are gonna vary okay some days that could be because of life factors such as sleep nutrition um family commitments work all those things Um, they will cause subtle variations. But what shouldn't vary and what really can't vary is is, uh, the doing and not doing. You've always got to do something, okay, when you're training or when you're working towards that date in the calendar. Now, what you realize when you commit to that, even if there's some modifications, um, that process, you're seeing, you're visualizing what needs to happen um, in totality, Right to get to that event date, um, ready to perform and compete. Right, having the body and the mind that's ready. I've done this, you know, coming off really good fitness, um, but shorter training blocks or shorter preparatory periods, and it just doesn't work. You need the time, okay? So the time maybe that's three months, maybe that's four months of specific preparation, but over that period of time that course of time you're able to build um, a deep fatigue in your body that's recoverable right so you can do longer things you can accumulate big weeks of exercise and movement but you can you also see yourself improve at recovering so that that volume and that effort um, doesn't tax you like it did during the first two, three weeks, okay? You get better at it, you get more efficient. Um, 
you also learn how to listen to your body. Okay, and there's many, many ways it's going to try to get your attention. That could be with hunger, thirst, um, could be just general fatigue, um, could be, you know, maybe environmental, like saying, hey, this, let's not run during this hot period of the day. Um, let's find an optimal time to train most often. Okay, so it wants that thing that you're giving it to, um, that you're prioritizing and that it, it's understanding that it's a priority because it's recovering, okay? Or it's, it's um, notifying you of what it needs to recover, uh, to do more of that activity or to keep on this, this path, right? So the journey is about finding how much is enough, how much you can handle, um, and really working within that parameter and not varying too much, okay? So as a runner, I'll use an example. If I'm running 40 miles a week, I don't want to jump up to 80, right? And have a ton of, you know, mountain time, climbing, hard, slower, you know, really strenuous efforts. That's going to probably set me back. Whereas if I build slowly, maybe maybe that week, that bigger week is like 50, 53, um, I can adapt to that by following it up with some more consistency that's not that much higher than like a standard 40-mile week, 40-mile uh, mountain running week. So small changes, like no sudden jumps in, in significant volume and time and effort, um, you'll give the body a chance to really adapt without needing a lot of breaks, you know, doing the bigger stuff you know, a longer race, um, as you're building, you're going to have to build in some recovery time into that. Okay. And if you're training, you want to really stay consistent in your training. So those adaptations come, um, you know, on a weekly basis, right? Cause time is always, you know, it's always limited in a way. Um, so you want to make sure that you're, re- you're recognizing, uh, that what you're doing is not, doing any harm to the rest of your life now okay this that's a running example that's a training a stimulation a consistency thing it's easier to apply that when you have a specific goal okay if you have a running event um, that you care about that you you've deemed is important um, maybe you have past experience and you want to make an improvement or you're stepping up in distance whatever uh, you've defined it as a priority, okay? You're not a beginner. You are somebody who wants to have an experience that you know is going to be part of a process, a training process, okay? It's easier, like I said, if it's a physical date on the calendar, right? You're working towards something. You have a deadline. Now, you can't rush that deadline. It's not like, you know, buying a car. You can't just go buy the car, you know, and sign over the payment structure or whatever and have the car you've got to put in the time you've got to make all the payments before you can get the end before you can reach the end before you can finish the race and all those payments have to be made okay consistently in succession before you can even attempt the real experience that thing so to think about, to desire the finish, to desire completion on that date 
is to really miss the process and fail to understand that what happens and what occurs, you know, along the way, the expenses that you pay in time and energy, that stuff you're going to feel, okay? It's nothing you can, you can kind of force yourself into, right? Such as buying something on credit, you know, or or instant gratification of, of getting that thing, you know? Um, or seeing a sale and just buying it, right? The process, the lifestyle process of changing your mind, body, and spirit is one that you really have to have a passion, an interest, and a desire to to uh, experience, okay? So the desire has to come, has to be there on a continual basis, so what you're challenging yourself with has to be manageable, okay? Mentally, physically, emotionally, all those things. <clears throat> now, repetition also is happening in many in a myriad of ways, okay? It could be how many times you brush your teeth a day, right? Um, anything where there's a care to it. Repetition involves a care, okay? Or a lack of care, Right? person who drinks alcohol develops a tolerance okay so they get essentially they get good at it the body gets good at processing it so it doesn't have as big of an effect um same with caffeine anything that you're ingesting that way you increase your calorie intake at first you know the body deals with it by storing it as fat so you gain weight right but you need you you kind of condition yourself to needing Either it's whatever amount of snacks or however large the meals are or if you're having a dessert. You get what I'm saying. It's like over time, this repetition causes an adaptation with the body. And if it can be positive, you know, such as a physical thing like walking, um, daily walks, right, or runs or weight sessions, anything, sauna sessions, those things that you're repeating that you're you're causing a positive adaptations or it can be negative smoking drinking um excess eating uh, entertainment things social media things that you're kind of not even really thinking about but you're doing you're doing it so often that it's becoming a part of your process of existence your process of living and so this idea of of achieving a goal or achieving you know, significant change really requires you to learn. The person needs to learn. And you need to be so aware of your actions in totality. Okay, negative, positive, how all those things have affected you. So this idea of self-reflection, right? Where you look in the mirror and you see who you are at that moment. And you realize that that is what you've created, okay? That's kind of powerful because you you learn responsibility or you accept it, okay? You accept the way you feel, what you see, okay? And then the process of beginning to change it is new actions, positive actions, eliminating eliminating some of the negative things, okay? We all know what those are. It's kind of just recognizing them and then addressing them, okay? And when you see, the thing about it is 
those negative things may be such a part of your process, okay, that you have to actually tell yourself, I don't do that, or I'm not doing that, or whatever the verbiage is that you use, when that stimulus, when that trigger enters your zone, enters your being. So it's, it could be a multiple time thing a day. It could be an energy transfer thing. So you've got to say that you've got to correct it. But then behaviorally, it's not a bad idea to replace that at the same time with a positive. Okay, with that that thing that it's going to add, it's going to change, it's going to push you towards a direction that you want to go, okay? That positive, powerful propulsion, okay? That's the power of repetition. If you don't know what to do, if a person doesn't honestly know what to do, okay, or how to apply it, they need to to understand that when knowledge is presented when you're reading listening when your attention is given to something it's got to be given fully to learn the concepts okay so what we see in training a lot um you can say coaching as well is a lot of it is forced accountability and forced repetition the learning process is often missed, okay? And the questions are often not asked because the awareness isn't there to come up with questions, okay? Like, what questions do I ask? So I ask none, you know? And process requires you to understand what is going on. You know, understand the teaching. You know, what you're being taught, what you're being coached to do, and the why of it, okay? There's some depth there that seems deep and dark, but it's really not. It's not. Once that... You know, once you see the bottom, once you get a glimpse of it, you've pretty much understood all that you need to know. What I mean by that is if you understand what that thing you're doing should feel like. We're going to talk about fitness now. If you understand what the push-up should feel like, the lunge, the squat, what the purpose of that set is, okay, what each muscle in your body is, is doing, okay, the kettlebell swing, anything, the bicep curl, whatever whatever it is, even just the static holds like the plank. You understand what you're trying to do, what the feeling is that you need to experience to grow, right? Once that's understood, keep stimulating it, you know? Repetition is your friend at that point. So the learning, the learning is not just being, doing what you're told. The learning is understanding why you're doing it, what you should feel, okay? And then addressing either can I or can't I? And that some of the factors, you know, influencing the can or can't could be, 
hey, I'm just too tired. We're doing too much. I need to slow down. I can only, or mentally, I, I can only focus on so much, right? And so it's, it's eliminating a lot of like perceptions of, of time and, and volume uh, to get the most out of actually what you're doing, you know, to really learn skill and get good at it so it can affect you in the long run. You know, we're talking about over years, you know, of, of application and implementation, not, not just through a workout. We're talking about multiple workouts, days, sometimes multiple times a day, right? Being able to enter into that, um, that experience and knowing that no matter how you feel, you know, how infrequent it's been, right that you can that whatever that when you do it when you engage with it you're gonna stimulate your body to have an experience and that experience is going to make you feel a certain way think a certain way um, and then also to ultimately um, cause a response and then hopefully to to make you engage with it more often right more frequency so there's some things that go into it, but you know, the more aware you are, the more you know how much energy, how much honest energy you're giving to it. It's like brushing your teeth, you know, the, the falsity of like having the flavor in your mouth of the toothpaste can cause you to not brush your teeth as long because you think, oh, they, this is, they, my mouth tastes like toothpaste or smells like, you know, whatever. My breath smells like toothpaste after 20 seconds of brushing, you know. Whereas if that toothpaste had no flavor, had no, you know, nothing that stimulated that sense, you may be more willing to brush for a minute or two minutes, you know. You may, you may understand that the process is a time, needs a certain amount of time to get to that finish line right the finish line is no not is no longer hey i just i don't taste the the whatever the food the the drink anymore i taste the the minty freshness right instead what we're trying to do is clean our teeth and that takes time that takes proper repetition so <clears throat> there's a lot of things we do and a lot of ways we learn them that aren't correct okay they're actually doing they may do us harm they may that repetition and that consistency may actually make you worse at it make you mentally weaker okay may may decondition the learning process so when you start something new or if you decide to improve an area of your life or work on something really give it your full attention Okay, when you enter into it, when you begin it, when the stimulation occurs, be in it, okay? Be in it fully. This is what's required to have that concrete change, to feel your body get more efficient, okay? To recover quicker, to absorb more, right? All that creates positive energy, right? Which in turn changes you, which is the purpose of training, okay? Which is the purpose of of our movement patterns, right? This can be applied so many ways. If you have a sore back, okay? If you have uh, an injury, 
right? It's, it's learning how that movement or that part of your body, how its limitation, um, how we can adapt and work around it while it's healing. Like what kind of stimulation does it need to heal? How can these other muscles of my body, you know, promote that healing and also promote me learning about movements, you know? Sometimes when you can't do something or something is off or doesn't feel right, that's an opportunity for you to learn about your body, right? Learn about how the body works together as a unit and maybe become more aware of the other muscle groups, the other body parts that contribute to that movement um, by continuing to do it. Stay curious, stay hungry, stay interested. Till next time, this has been Jake Lawrence speaking to you from above the plane.